Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. How is my one-eyed friend? <laughs> really annoyed that people are doing gray text on white screens when you only have one eye to read with. It makes it, it, makes it really tough. <laughs> so but I'll have, I'll have my eye back in a couple weeks. I'll be good. That's good. They're just, they're just polishing it, are they? Yeah, yeah. They're just putting the lasers Airmail in. it back. Getting the bionics adjusted and putting the lasers in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad the surgery went well. And I know no one else knew about it, but uh, it was, wasn't huge, right? No, no, it was just normal stuff. Normal for eye surgery, anyway. That's good. That's yeah. good. But, of course, everything, everything cool happens in the SEO world when I'm not around to follow it. <laughs> of course. It's just all, the, way it all, yeah. it's the way it always works, right? It's all great text and white background, so there you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just went and uh, hung out with our occasional co-host uh, Scott Van Ack up at uh, his place and went to Mount Washington, which is a ski hill on Vancouver Island, and played in the snow with my kids. It's just, it made me sad, but it, it was happy to be there, but sad that my kids had not done that yet. I mean, Never, seven, my, my boy's seven, the little, boy, little girl's four, and they haven't enjoyed a big snow day. Well, see, so you got to live somewhere where they have snow. That's the first thing. Yeah. And it's funny. I tell anyone that, that we're in Canada and that we don't have snow. And they're like, what? Whatever. <laughs> I wish we did. I wish we had a little more at least. I don't want a lot. I just want a few big snow days. But anyway. <laughs> nice. With, with that said, it was fun. And it was good hanging out with Scott. So there has been a big Google update. Uh, I hope a lot of you guys out there have noticed some serious improvements in rankings. I so far have only seen improvements with our clients, thank goodness. Um, but I know that that doesn't always work out that way. Uh, you've read a little more about this. I've got some insights, of course, from our own clients. Yeah. What about? Uh, want to introduce this? Well, this is this has been an interesting one because it came as we were expecting a different update. So we were expecting the Penguin 4.0 update to hit in January, and it's still January, so we still may see this yet. Um, but this update was not Penguin 4.0, according to Gary Isles. Um, this is a separate core algorithm update. Um, it's not Panda, which some people are saying, oh, this is Panda. They, they, what they did with Panda is they put Panda into the core algorithm. So it's, it's part of – so there's some confusion there. People are saying, oh, this is Panda getting moved into core algorithm. That's not it either, right? So, yes, Panda did get moved into the core algorithm. Um, what that means specifically, I need to read a little bit more. But it, to me, it kind of sounds like that that means that there's not going to be any more Panda-specific updates. It's part of the core. So when it updates, it's part of a core update. Um, but more on that later. What this 
algorithm update seems to be, and again, it's still rolling out. There's still some fluctuations happening. There's still stuff going on. And I don't know what you're doing in the background, Ross, but it's really annoying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stopping now. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, so this one seems to be really around brand terms more than anything else. So search metrics, as they always do, does a really good study of winners and losers and what impacted uh, the rankings when these kind of updates, updates come out. They actually do it weekly, but you go and look at those weekly updates after a major algorithm update like this, and you can really learn a lot. Um, and one of the things we learned is that this hit news sites really hard. Um, it seems to be one of the hardest hit spaces is the news sites. But it's interesting because it's not the news that's being hit on these sites. It's the, 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 the articles they've had, the older articles they had that had gained strength for brand terms. Um, the Atlantic was one of the biggest losers, Atlantic.com. And a lot of the terms that they lost rankings on, they really literally went from like top of the first page to gone completely on terms like eBay, Gmail, um, things that are very specifically brands that they had written news articles about because something happened to that brand. Those stories disappeared, right? So that seems to be the kind of thing. There's also um, the opposite seems to be true. If you look at the Atlantic and where they won, they won a lot on that too. All the things they won on were also brand-related terms. But the difference is they were newer, fresher articles. So what we're thinking, at least what I'm thinking currently, is that this is uh, – Brand specific, keyword specific, and it's really giving a, a push towards um, QDF. QDF, if you haven't heard of this before, it's it's part of the algorithm. It stands for Query Deserves Freshness, and the fresher articles in the brand space seem to have gained a lot of traction, where the older articles seem to have lost a lot of traction. That's what I'm getting out of this mostly. Hmm. Yeah, we we just noticed, uh, and again, we're still digging through it because. Nothing's very simple. You can make a lot of uh, conclusions fairly quickly if you're not careful. Um, in our case, it was uh, uh, one of our clients who had a lot of pages. Um, and they were having some issues ranking on, on the long tail. And, and with these updates, we're starting to notice a lot of them increasing from, you know, they, I mean, they were fairly hit badly by some poor experience they had before they hired us. And um, they were in the, the 80s and 60s and 30s. And they've all moved up collectively between 20 and 40 spots since this change. Um, so I was kind of hoping that there'd be more news about maybe a cleanup of garbage, but well, I haven't well, heard much about that. So, so one of the things I read in another article that I'm still investigating, so I don't know how much weight to give this yet, is that it seems that more generic style pages, like if you have a – a news article on a specific brand and let's say it's the eBay from the Atlantic and they did a story on eBay about a very specific topic tied to eBay that one if it was a little bit older is going to lose traction however what seems to be gaining traction is more generic like category level type of pages that have other content underneath them right so if they had a category of stories about eBay that one might have done better where the individual story was going to lose traction so that also seems to be something to look at and we're still investigating that personally um 
So, and it's not just news sites are getting hit. Don't don't get me wrong; they got hit the hardest. But there's other sites because it's got a lot of people now. Think, and it's good that a lot of people are producing a lot of content that's like resource content or or informational content out there, which could be considered the same type of stories. So, other sites are getting impacted as well, not just news sites. So, it's not targeting news sites; it's targeting how brands are being represented on the page, and the news sites just seem to get the bulk of it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I was. I was when you mentioned that the uh, news sites have gotten hit. I was curious to see how. Uh, how about you guys? But, but, but here's well for you. We did. We actually did good. I mean, we're looking. The last report I got from my team was that we've actually increased traffic based on this algorithm. It seems like we've seen a slight uptick, which is good. Um, uh, one of the interesting things that I did read was that, um, and using the uh, the. Uh, um, the Atlantic is an example. A lot of the terms that they lost rankings on were terms that probably were not driving much traffic at all. So the idea is that if someone's searching for Google Analytics, which was one of the terms I think that the Atlantic lost lost rankings, they were ranked number three for like Google Analytics or number or on the top of the first page. They lost that. Well, the the, the author said in this article said it makes sense that, that they would lose that, but it probably was not driving a lot of traffic to begin with because if someone's searching for the phrase Google Analytics and just that, they're probably looking for Google Analytics and when they found it, they clicked on Google Analytics not the Atlantic. So while they might have lost a ton of tra- of rankings, probably, and the, the numbers are looking like to show that they didn't lose a ton of traffic from it. Mm, interesting. Well, I know that uh, what we've been working on a lot with for our clients is making sure their content gets more exposure. Because a lot of the times these people are writing content and they just write it and they let it set. They don't do a lot of the marketing. They don't ensure that there's other routes to find the content other than going just through the blog. Um, perhaps it's a, a inline text link. All these different things that can help. I know this. It's 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 not directly tied to this rank this uh, algorithm, but I am finding that that is helping. Um, and it's it's just basic SEO, and it's something that everyone should be reminded of. I think that you need to make more inroads to content you want found, but also socialize it. Also, do a little bit of work to get the word out about this new piece of content. Um, and and I expect that that's the sort of thing that will just improve over time as well yeah. as Google does more of these uh, updates. They're always wanting to find good new content. <laughs> now, I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> taking for granted this is always good, but it's not always good content. But when it is good, it, it's, uh, it's a good thing to see. It's really interesting to me that this is really bringing to light something, you know, a, a smaller piece of the, the, the puzzle that people don't focus on a lot, which is the QDF. Um, there's two pieces that, I, that are that QDF and QDD. Query deserves frequency or freshness, and query deserves diversity. Those two pieces of the algorithm, a lot of people don't focus on. In the news space, we focus on query deserves diversity a lot, because um, in the news algorithms, and it, and it, it, actually, it's important to note that there are two separate algorithms for Google Organic and Google News. I, uh, the, the Google News was not near impacted by this algorithm nearly as much as Google Organic, but but um, in Google News, we really focus a lot on QDD, which is query deserves diversity, which means if you have a national breaking news story, right, and you're going to have 5,000 news outlets all going to write about the same story, and how does Google decide, okay, which ones pick the, you know, which ones are the most important ones to publish? Well, what they do is they, if, if we've got 5,000 people writing about, um, you know, this a, a shooting in a theater, 
and I hate to use that example. Let's let's do let's see the the winner of the Oscars. Okay, let's make it a fun one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we got five thousand people writing about um, the fact that uh, Star Wars won Best Picture. <laughs> it's not right. it's, it's not even nominated. So I, <laughs> but, but Star Wars wins Best Picture. Um, so how does Google decide? Well, okay, we only got ten spaces in our top ten. How do we pick out of this ten? People are all writing the same things. There's only so many things you can win, write about Star Wars winning the Oscar for Best Picture. Well, the QDD is the part of the algorithm that looks for diversity in approaches to a story. You know, they'll have three or four listings that are just that. They're the headline. You know, Star Wars wins the Oscar. But then they'll have like um, variations or different angles on the same story, but different ways it's being covered by the media. You know, and th- that's QDD. That's diversity inside of a topic. Um, that's been important news for a long time now. This QDF, queer deserves freshness. While we've always wanted, you know, in the news space, we've always wanted the most um, recent coverage, the best coverage, the, the the first coverage if possible, that fresh stuff we want it out there as soon as possible. That's not because of Google. That's just the way the news and publishing is. That's You need to get the information out as soon as possible. Where this Q, Q excuse me. QDF piece comes in now is the sites that relied on those old stories continuing to drive traffic, right? They're, you can't rely on that anymore as, as a base traffic. You've got to keep continuing to publish on topic, new, fresh content. Awesome. I, I'm okay, sorry. Well, sorry. Sorry. I rambled. I just get on. A, I get no, on a roll good. sometimes. That's good. No, I like it. I'm feeling particularly stupid today. So it's, it's helpful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break, and when we get back, uh, we've, uh, I would like to sort of add on to all this news about these updates and what you should uh, you know, add a grid of salt to. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrands with a... Okay, class. 
Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, we've been talking about uh, you know, all, all these changes for the latest algorithm update, and uh, algorithms update, and uh, it's, it's interesting that there's been a lot of winner and loser lists, and it's one of the things that you'd mentioned on there, too. And, and, and they're very interesting. They really are. I, I love looking at them. Like you said, the Atlantic is a good example. Uh, what I, I am so happy that Jennifer wrote about, I, I, I publicly immediately thanked her for writing this, is that you have to really take these with a grain of salt. Grain of salt, because there's a lot of things that could also have resulted in big changes to some of these sites. Just a few examples um, there, uh, that, that she's posted on her article um, called Algo Weather Reports and Winners and Losers. It says, accidental no-index or disavow or disallow in robots.txt, switching from HTTP to HTTPS, rewriting URLs, manual actions, manual action lifted, disavow files being processed, new site design being re-indexed. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Um, the other thing you have to consider, too, is that these weather report systems and uh, a lot of this stuff hasn't been always successful even finding these these updates especially when they're slow rolling Uh, so just take don't take what you see as gospel out there right now there's a lot of reporting about this and uh, frankly a lot of it is very baseless it's interesting and it adds some context but you just can't take it off at face value now, are, you talking, are you talking about the weather report tools? Because some of them are more valuable Everything. than others, right? I, I totally agree um, with what Jennifer's saying, but we've got to have data to analyze, right? And oh, yeah. every, everybody can't go out and collect their own data. So like like the search metrics um, report that comes out weekly on winners and losers, you know, you, you're not going to be able to go to that and say, okay, here's what's happening you know, verbatim. But it's a great collection of data to use to try to analyze to see if you can figure out what's happening. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. I don't disagree. I just say that everyone has to take with a grain of salt what they're reading right now. I think all this data is fantastic. It's got to be collected. It's really interesting. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like looking at financial forecasts if you're not uh, a financier. And even if there are, you probably take a lot of it with a grain of salt. Um, well, I, I don't disagree. The thing that I don't like about this is the people that publish the tools that do the weather reports more than anything. Because unless you know how they're analyzing the data and what data they're gathering and where they're gathering the data from and how good their sources are to create these weather reports, they're 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 not worth the, the pixels that they're they're shown on your screen with, right? <laughs> I can't say can't say worth yeah. what they're written on anymore. Anyway, but but if you get it, if you get somebody who gives you the data that lets you do the analysis yourself, that to me is is more valuable than this tool that says, "Oh, look, all this stuff has changed," right? Because you don't know what they're measuring. Yeah, well, and 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 just to sort of uh, aside, it's part of the, the news right now is um, Barry Schwartz just went right out and, and asked um, Gary Isles at uh, Google says. Do you think some of the SEO weather tools out there are picking up on the wrong things? Simple answer from Gary Oz, yes. <laughs> Google, Google brevity. 
good old yeah. Google brevity. But uh, I mean, anyway, even in the data, like this, 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 I keep going back to the search metrics data because that's what I was looking at. There was a site in there called uh, ultimateguitar.com that was a huge loser in this most recent update, but it had nothing to do with brands. And the odds are pretty good that that site just got hit for some, like a manual penalty or something. It just happened to be the same week that this, this other algorithm update came out. So you have to be able to look at the data and look at the individual data points and say, okay, this one makes sense. This one makes sense. This one makes no sense at all and be able to eliminate it. Yeah, exactly. Now, for some awesome news. Yes, very good news. I wish, I wish we had like a little fanfare sound effect that Brasco could plug in right here because we need it. <laughs> Maybe we can do it post-processing. There you uh, go. Here, we'll leave a second for it. There we go. Yay! Okay, uh, <laughs> Google brings back the Google Dance. Oh, I love those. Woo-hoo. They were so fun. They, they were, were a blast. Made it to a few of them, and I always had a great time. Um, so, so, so tell everybody what the Google Dance is for those new to the industry, because this has been a while since they've had a Google Dance. What is it? It's an all-out party at Google headquarters for the SEO-SEM industry that, uh, well, in this case, that are attending SMX West. Um, and uh, that's because we're right near the campus, Google campus. So the 500 fully badged um, attendees will be taken to the Google campus for one hell of a party from 7.30 p.m. to 11 p.m. at night. Oh, yeah. So the last time I remember going, I think the last one was 2006 or 2004 or something like that. They they, they load you up on these giant Greyhound buses, take you to Google, unload you. They give you a Google Dance t-shirt, and then there's just food, entertainment. There's party stuff everywhere. There's activities. They had had miniature robot fights, I think, the last time I was there. It was actually the last time. It was one of the first times. It was like right after. Remember when Rock Band first came out, and it was the big video game that everybody was wanting to play? Play. They actually set up a giant stage in the middle of the, the courtyard in, in Google campus that looked like a rock stage. And people would go up in teams and play rock brand live in front of everybody. And, and it was like this giant contest. It was a great time. Yeah, it was right next to the, uh, the giant um, um, Tyrannosaurus. Yep. Rex, yep. Our, our, our good friend Daryl Long climbed on top of that Tyrannosaurus and almost got kicked out. I remember that. Oh, dear God. Of course he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I still have the picture somewhere. I'm trying to look it up because I have one of the more popular videos of, I think, the last one. And uh, wasn't it 2008, the last one? Just check here. Maybe. I can't remember. 2007 or 2008. I'm pretty sure it's one of those. But yeah. it, was, uh, it was a great time. It's always a great time. Big candy, literally bars of candy. You go to there and you can pick anything you want and party rooms and uh, they did a great job. I wonder what they're going to do this time. Who knows? But uh, yeah, yeah. this is the first time it's only been 500 people. I think well, there must have been a couple thousand there last time. Well, they used to, yeah, I don't know how big the conferences were back then. Was it really that many? I don't know. It seemed like it. it I, know was, there was, I know there was Greyhound bus after Greyhound bus after Greyhound bus. Yeah. Mm. And there was yeah. lots of free booze too. Oh, Yes. 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 I remember somebody very prominent in the industry that I won't name names on the way back from a Google party was extremely drunk. And she was very, um, she was very drunk. Let's just say on the bus on the way back, she was very drunk. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, yes, we'll go to our graves. No, yes. uh, <laughs> well, uh, let's, uh, you know, with that said, I know we have to take one more break. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the Mueller files. And uh, we're going to have a question or two. Thank you. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. All right. Actually, you know, I'm down and down to the wire here. Here, Let's uh, do the Mueller files. Okay. The Mueller files. Is it Mueller or Mueller? I think it's Mueller. Mueller. Right? Mueller. Mueller. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Add the E there. That would help me. Mueller. Yes. Oh, so I have to spell it and everything, right? Yeah. So I just wanted to bring this up because this came up, and it's just to me, it's just amazing that this topic is still even coming up, <laughs> right? So please, everybody, PageRank is never going to get updated again. Please stop asking. It doesn't matter what you do to your site. It's not going to update PageRank, especially if you're using that toolbar. They've told us, no, it's not being updated. So stop asking about PageRank. Forget it ever existed. Forget it still exists. Even though you'll never be able to see it, it still exists. But forget it exists. Just <laughs> build good links. Build good content that gets good links. Socialize your content. You know, uh, it's about building authority to your site, not just with links, but with with brand mentions, with social mentions, with social sharing, all that kind of stuff. Now, all combines to build authority for your website. It's not just links anymore. And it's not just page rank. Please, please, don't ever talk about page rank again. <laughs> there we go. Um, now, I do want to fit in one question here. It's from Wes Grasty. I'm sorry if I spelled your name wrong. Uh, he says, I have a client who rebranded a couple of years ago and created a new domain for it. The old domain redirects to the new one. But would it be better for the new one to redirect to the old one? Not sure if they go for, they'll go for it, but curious because domain, domain age is somewhat still important. Correct? The old one is over 17 years old. Um, if I, if it were me, and, and I mean they've already made the leap, it's a bit tough to do anything now. But 
Um, you certainly can. Um, I would have gone with the older domain unless there's a particular reason why they didn't want to. Um, yeah, I mean, when you've got a good domain with a lot of good history, again, I'm stressing good because it better have some good history, um, then I would stick with that. Uh, what are your thoughts, John? So so this this brings up something that, that's, that most SEOs forget to ask. What was the business purpose for changing the domain, right? If there's a solid business reason where they need to change the domain, it doesn't matter what the value of the SEO is. They have to change the domain. Then you as an SEO have to leverage the old domain the best way you can, right? So the first question is, is what is the business reason for making this change? And if it's, if it's a very specific, there's nothing they can do about it, they have to change, then you have to work with that, right? If they're just saying, well, we don't like it. We think we might like this one better. If they're being wishy-washy, they don't know why they're really changing their domain, then you go and you do the research. How much how much equity has that old domain actually built over those 17 years? Is there any problems that, that may have occurred? Because an old domain is great if it, like Ross said, if it's clean. But the longer it's been online means the, the longer chance, the, the more chance there's something went wrong with it at one point, right? Mm-hmm. So do, do the research. Make sure it's got a clean background. Find out what kind of equity there is to to the domain. If it's not a ton of great equity. It's it's going to be more than a brand new domain, no matter what, right? But if it's not like super duper strong, you can transfer that equity, at least most of it, to the new domain, right? So you just have to do it right. Make sure you go into Webmaster Tools and use, use they've got a tool in there specifically for domain changes that you would want, want to use. Um, get the whole all the redirects in place. There's a big difference between just changing domains and changing a domain and redesigning the site at the same time. Make sure you follow the steps between all that. Um, I, I agree with you, Ross. If you can keep the older domain, keep it, but that's not always an option. And if you, yeah. if, if you can't keep it, make sure you do everything right to change it. Yeah, and, and I, 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 sh- I should have really caught a little more in depth the one word he uses called, he says rebranded. In many cases, if you're rebranding, your domain name isn't going to reflect the new brand. Um, so that's probably the reason they didn't use it. Uh, but again, we're, it's just conjecture at this point. Um, at any rate, I, I hope that helps, Wes. Uh, I know it's tough. I've been in that position before, and, and it's frustrating when you end up having to use a new domain, and you're just not sure how much of that benefit was passed from the old one. So so here's here's something, though. Part of your question was, it sounds like you're wanting to switch back to the old one, but if you changed it a couple of years ago, that equity that was with the old domain probably doesn't exist anymore because you redirected most of it hopefully if not it's 404 out and it's gone so there's probably not a lot of good argument to change back to that old one just because of its age if the age is the only thing that it's got going for it it's not worth going back to there you go awesome well that said uh got to type the show now i'm sorry but i hope everyone enjoyed it and got lots out of it on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.